Apple does not sell, Nike does not sell most of their product through Google AdWords or affiliate marketing. They sell most of their products because they built brand. A lot of people here are incredibly focused on selling. So they like Google AdWords because it converts better. Lower funnel, conversion-based marketing, right? The reality is, that's great. Selling's important, that's how a business grooms. But when you are building brand, when people care about you or your business, that is the ultimate form of selling. There is no affiliate, there's no portal, there's no Google ads that are more powerful than building a brand. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Brazil, what's good? You know, I gave a lot of thought on the long flight from New York to the show on what did I want to talk about, what, what would bring the most value to the audience here with the makeup of what I knew about who's here and obviously a lot of people are here on different parts of their journey in building their brand, their business, their happiness. And what really came to mind for me as I started to go through it in my head was there was two places and that is really attention and accountability. That the two places that I could talk about today that would bring the most value was to focus on those two things. The concept of where is the attention of all the places that everyone here wants to reach and then how accountable is everyone here to themselves and even more importantly to the team or the people that they're building with. So that's where I'm gonna go on this. The reason I like to focus on attention so much is when I think about my career, actually it's a good question. How many people here are familiar with me and my content? Raise your hand. Thank you. Now I'm gonna ask who's not familiar. Don't worry, you will not hurt my feelings. I just wanna get a sense because I wanna know where I wanna go. How many people here are not familiar with me and don't know my content? Raise your hands. Okay, that hurts, I've paid attention, I don't like you. First of all, I'm extremely humbled by how many are. For the ones that aren't, but even for the ones that are, I'm gonna start here because it really is gonna matter for where I think all of you are going over the next 10 years. Even when I was six years old and wanted to sell lemonade, when I was a child in New Jersey, the thing that I spent most of my time on was not making the lemonade, though it had to be good enough to drink, not standing behind the desk or the table that I had for my lemonade, I spent most of my time walking up and down the streets of New Jersey and trying to watch cars drive by and try to figure out which tree or what street sign to put my lemonade stand sign on that gave me a better chance to sell lemonade. I didn't understand what I was doing at six years old. When I was 11 years old, I sold trading cards and collectible stickers at shows. I spent so much time thinking about how I would build out my table and where I would put what cards and what stickers and I would walk the whole show and pay attention to how people set up their tables. What I was doing at that age and then when I turned 14 and 15 and started working for my dad's liquor store, I would watch customers walk through the front door of the liquor store and I would pay attention to how they would walk, where they would go, what displays they looked at, what shelves they looked at, and what I was doing my whole life, and what I do for a living now, and what every single person at this conference 
Whether you work for a big brand or you're an entrepreneur, whether you've been doing it for five years or today is the first day you're going on this journey, what I was doing then and what everyone needs to be doing now is following the attention. Too many people here get comfortable with one or two platforms to make content or one or two ways of how they sell product and they become in love with it and they become complacent and they stop evolving to where the attention is. My career as a content creator started on YouTube in 2006, but it was Twitter in 2007, and it was Instagram in 2011, and it was all these other platforms along the way, Snap and TikTok and LinkedIn and YouTube Shorts and Facebook and even ones that didn't last forever. How many people here by show of hands remember Vine, the app? Remember that? That didn't last forever, but in the two years that it was dominating, or the year and a half, a lot of attention was grown from that platform. More importantly, a lot of people learned by doing Vine how to make short videos, which is now one of the most important ways to communicate in our society. The biggest thing that I'm trying to leave this conference with is getting everyone here dramatically more accountable to focus on attention, not where you want to make content, but where your customer is. You may not like TikTok or YouTube or Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, but if your customer's attention is there, you not liking it is only achieving one thing, you losing out on more customers. This is an incredibly important framework and it's a very big issue in today's world because most people are not producing enough content to enough places. A lot of people here are incredibly focused on selling. So they like Google AdWords, because it converts better. Lower funnel, conversion-based marketing, right? The reality is, that's great. Selling's important, that's how a business grooms. But when you are building brand, when people care about you or your business, that is the ultimate form of selling. There is no affiliate, there's no portal, there's no no Google ads that are more powerful than building a brand. Apple does not sell, Nike does not sell most of their product through Google AdWords or affiliate marketing. They sell most of their products because they've built brand. The number one goal from every single person here and every business here is to build brand. When you build brand, You don't have to sell, it comes to you. How do you build brand is what I'm passionate about. And where do you build brand is what I'm passionate about. And that's why I start this talk and I'm focused on attention and accountability. Most people in this room have not been accountable to executing against your big words. I've been flying the last day and yesterday this conference went on and today when I land and I searched Twitter, X, and all the other platforms and I see a lot of people here commenting about what they're doing at this conference and what they're up to and of course I have to hit the translation because it's in Portuguese and I wanna know what you said and when I read it, a lot of people here are talking big game. A lot of you are talking about building huge companies and you're gonna be massive and you're gonna build big stuff And then when I click on that account and try to find what they're doing on the internet, they're producing very little content. We must be accountable that if we're talking big game, 
that our actions have to match our mouth. Thank you. Thank you. What do I mean by that? I mean, I'm 47. I started marketing when I was 15, really actively for my father's business. That means I've been marketing for over 30 years. 30 years ago, how many people here are under 35 years old? Raise your hands. First of all, let's clap it up for all these young fuckers. So kids that are under 35, let me tell you a story. When I was a young man marketing for my dad's liquor store and wine store, if you wanted to get people to know about you, you had to pay. You had to pay. I had to pay a newspaper to put an advertising in the newspaper. I had to pay a cable company to run my TV commercial. I had to pay for a billboard to show my sign. I had to pay the marketing direct mail company to make a flyer and send it into your mailbox so you would see it. I had to pay. Today, the attention of the world lives in here. The things that dominate here is gaming and entertainment and social networks. People here complain that they're not getting a lot of views on their videos on Instagram or TikTok or these platforms, but they have forgotten that it's free. Let me say this nice and slow. Today, if you were to advertise on social networks, the cost of showing up, not making it, but showing up is free. This is crazy. Google, which I used a lot, Google AdWords. How many people here do Google AdWords pretty aggressively for their business? A Little higher, I just wanna get a sense. A lot of you. Google charges you money when somebody clicks. Not everybody converts. You try to figure out if the amount you pay, do enough people convert, that it's worth your money. But it still costs you money. The social network revolution is insane. It is free to build brand. Most people in this room, most people in Brazil, most people in South America, most people in the world do not produce enough content for how big the opportunity is for free attention. That is the biggest elephant in this room today. It is a wow. It's a wow because it's fucking free. And yet people will complain and say, oh, Instagram shadow banned me. Nobody shadow banned me, you. You just suck at social media. <laughs> and so I come here on this long flight to pound here for the next 45 minutes, attention. Attention will get you everything you want. You wanna sell a course? Attention. You wanna sell a t-shirt? Attention. You wanna be the mayor of this town? Attention. You wanna raise some money for your nonprofit because you're passionate about it? Attention. You wanna be an actor? Attention. Attention. It is the only asset that everyone in here must chase to produce what they want. Being unemotional about where the attention is is very important. 
too many of you have demonized platforms out of your subjective opinion. A bad experience. And we must get over that hump. Once you get over the hump, once you sit in this room and understand that everything you want to happen is about building brand and sales in social networks, then you start having to get good at it, right? It's like health and fitness. I can tell you the way to get healthier is to eat better and go to the gym. And once you understand that, that there's no magic pill, then you can do it. The problem is there's a good way to work out and there's a bad way. There's a good way to eat clean and healthy and there's an okay way where you get tricked if it's really healthy or not. The thing I spend all my time on today in my career, even though I've been in this for a long time, on the flight here with Dustin, with Raghav, all I was talking about was the strategies on the creative that we're posting in social. Is the thumbnail good? How many people here are familiar with Mr. Beast, the YouTuber? Raise your hands. Mr. Beast reportedly spends $150,000 per thumbnail on his YouTube videos. Let me say that nice and slow one more time for everybody. Mr. Beast spends $150,000 in testing and production for every thumbnail of the videos he puts up on YouTube. Now obviously he makes an incredible amount of money from his YouTube videos, but understand that it's not about how much. I need everybody here to understand the commitment. Most people here when they post on social media, post because they're following a trend that they think will do well or some shit they want to say, but they give no thought, and this is the most important line maybe of the entire talk, so I want everyone to pay attention, they give no thought to the science of the art. No thought of the math around the art to build brand. I know there's a lot of people here who do conversion and lower funnel and affiliate and Google AdWords. I, I love that world. I lived in it in the you know, late 90s, early 2000s. I just want that audience, which is a big part of this percentage, to hear why I'm focusing so heavily on social. It's because of attention. One more time, how many people here are very aggressively doing Google AdWords? And before you raise your hand, Google AdWords is a big part of your revenue for your business. Please raise your hand. Raise it. So for the, appreciate it, for the 100 people that just raised their hand, their reliance on Google AdWords is something they have to think about every day because I don't think I have to tell anyone here what's happening. More and more people are using AI and ChatGPT to do search than Google. If the attention goes away from Google to search, well, you're not gonna be able to convert as easily. If you're getting your business from referrals and affiliates, let me promise you, they're getting their traffic from Google. If AI wins the next three to five years and most of us are going to chat GPT or something like it instead of Google, it's just what Google did to the yellow pages and all the directories of before. All the money used to be made by people that would open the yellow pages or the directories and they would call a business. That went to Google, that went out of business. Google is not the end state. Google is not the last way it's going to be. We are all sitting here today and all very aware. How many people here have played with an AI bot, have used or tried ChatGPT? Raise your hand. Actually, stand up if you've used an AI bot. Like, stand up. I want everybody to visualize this. It's very important. If you've used ChatGPT or something like it 
to search something or get information, please stand up and don't be lazy. This is very important to everybody. I don't care how tired you are. Get the fuck up if you've used ChatGPT. I love you back. Now, listen. Before you sit down, because some of you are lazy, look around. Look around. Look around. This is just starting. This is just starting. You can sit. Thank you for doing that for me, because here's what's important. Do you know what I am scared about every day when I love people in business? That they become too high on their own supply. Meaning they become complacent to what's working today without realizing that the thing that's making their living and their business is in danger. Even if you lose 30% of the attention on search to ChatGPT or something like it, that is gonna raise your cost of clicks and acquisition dramatically enough to maybe not make it viable to what you sell. It doesn't have to go to zero for it to be a problem for you. As a matter of fact, as people start changing their behavior and 20 or 30% less go to Google to look, as that number goes down, the people you're competing with to be the first result in a Google ad are gonna start paying more because they're gonna start getting nervous and it's gonna drive your cost up to compete. This is very important. I see a lot of smart people shaking their heads right now. Listen to me, my friends. Six years, how many people here have been following my content for more than five years? Raise your hand. For the people that just raised their hand, you all remember five years ago when I was yelling TikTok, 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 and all of you thought it was little girls dancing. I thought it's where the world's attention was about to go. Many of you who just raised your hands did not take advantage of going hard on TikTok when I told you. And you left money on the table. It doesn't mean that your business isn't good. It doesn't mean that things aren't fine. It just means that you could have been twice as big. You know, when people are like, Gary, you keep talking about doing this and that, but my business is doing six million. I'm like, what's wrong with 12 million? And more importantly, when you're complacent and you become lazy and you become one dimensional on one or two things that work, almost always six million becomes three, not 12. My friends, I come to Brazil today in the late summer of 2023 to tell you a very distinct message. I've been following attention on the internet for 20 years religiously. We are in a moment right now where there's more change coming in the next 24 months than I've seen in a long time. Since really 2005, six, seven, when MySpace and Facebook and Twitter, and I was like, okay, this is different. This is not blogging. This is different. This is not Dig and Reddit. This is different. And obviously social networks took us to a totally different place. We sit here today with AI looming. You just saw how many people stood up. We sit here today with the platforms becoming more complicated and the content requiring you to be better at it. How many people here feel like they're fairly active and are serious about doing business on Instagram? Raise your hands, I just wanna see. Raise your hands high. For all the people that just raised their hands, do we not all agree, and you can just head nod, do we not all agree that over the last 12 months, six months, that the organic reach on Instagram has down, down quite a bit, right? I see it, right? It's gone down because all that is happening is supply and demand. Very simple concept in business, supply and demand. Yesterday, more content was produced on Instagram than any other day in the history of life. 
However, in the last four years, an enormous amount of the attention has gone to TikTok. So if more content was made yesterday than ever before, but in the last three to four years, an extraordinary amount of attention hours has gone to TikTok and YouTube Shorts and other places, what do you think is gonna happen with your organic reach? More ads have been spent on Instagram yesterday than ever before. What do you think is gonna happen to your organic reach? This is all supply and demand of attention. But like I started this talk, this is also time for all of you to become accountable. Today's champion is tomorrow's loser. There are a lot of people sitting here feeling good about themselves based on 2015 marketing behavior. And they don't realize that the shift is coming. And the two or three things that they do well are starting to change right in front of their eyes. And instead of being accountable and putting in more work to learn, they're putting their head in the sand and saying, fuck AI, I don't care about TikTok, I don't need this, I've got this figured out. Good news, for me, I respect that. You have to live your life. If you decide to lose 20 to 50% of your business's revenue or your growth, that's on you. You're not my brother, you're not my mother. I actually don't give a shit if you listen to any of my advice. On the flip side, the last 20 years of my career has been very, very, very enjoyable. I know that in two years, I will be on a flight to Dubai, I'll catch up on all my work, and five of you in this audience will email me and say, I was at your talk in August of 23 in Brazil, and I was strictly doing affiliate, lower funnel, and you convinced me to get serious about building brand and social and focusing on what's going on in AI, and I just wanna thank you because you were right. I was slowly declining a little bit, or I was flat in 22 and 23, and since there, my business has doubled. That is an email that I am lucky enough to get almost daily over the last 10 years. That is my intent to be here, and that is what I wish on all of you. How many people here have more than three employees? Raise your hand. More than three. Raise your hands. Okay, I'll go there then. I'm gonna talk on this for a few minutes given how many people raise their hands. Accountability. When you have employees, the number one thing that I focus on and I think about for the people in here that want to grow is the inability to understand the biggest truth of when you own a business, which is if you have employees, you work for them, they don't work for you. This is a big deal. Most people, it's just natural, it's the way we think. I know how the world works. Most people think, I'm paying you, fucking do shit for me. Makes sense. And it, it's not wrong, it's actually very logical and I understand. I also have a belief in that to some degree. However, back to my purpose with this talk today, to everyone here, if you have the emotional strength to understand it's the reverse, I promise you, you've started down the path of actually growing your business. Growing up in my father's business, I saw how my dad thought about his relationship with his employees. The first time I went to the store to work, he told me to keep an eye on them because he thought some of them were trying to steal. 
It was an old school mentality that he learned growing up in Russia where I was born. Today, a lot of us business owners are worried about the reverse. We're worried about our employees being too entitled, not wanting to do stuff, wanting to get paid to do little. I understand. COVID created new variables. There are people that don't even want to go into an office. Literally asking someone to go to an office five days a week now seems like you're crazy. The world changes, I get that. But following and finding your balance on being a leader to your people will get so much more value out of them, you would be shocked. VaynerMedia is now 2,000 people globally, VaynerX, because we have six or seven companies. Every time I hire someone new that's senior and they come into the company, they are shocked by how long a lot of the employees have been in the company. The company's only 14 years old. We have dozens and dozens and dozens of people that have been there for nine, 10, 11 years. For people here in marketing, they know advertising agencies, people last two years, maybe three. The reason is because I live what I believe in, but there's a business reason. Not only does it feel well, not doesn't feel good to do right by your people, it's good for your business. When people stay at a company for a long time, they have institutional knowledge. Sports, I know this country loves its sports. Sports, do you know what one of the biggest variables in sports besides having competition in your soul is? Speed, speed matters. Speed matters in sports and speed matters in business so much. You know many people here that have three or four or more employees, the number one hidden problem they have is they're in too many meetings? The number one poison for their company is meetings are too long and there's too many of them. When you have people that stay with you a long time, meetings can be 15 minutes instead of one hour because everyone's talking the same fucking language. I have meetings with people on the way to the bathroom and not even talking to them. When you work with somebody for 10 years, I could leave my desk, go to the bathroom, look them in the face, head nod, and we both know exactly what the fuck we need to do next. That is how you scale. That is how you build a bigger business. I implore everyone here, implore everybody here to get dramatically more serious of building a positive culture in this business. Now, that doesn't mean coddle your people. I'm not saying for you to create entitlement and let everyone be lazy. I'm saying be a human being and care about your employees. Talk to them, understand, because when you have employees, employees care about different things. I have employees who want more money. Make sense? I have employees who don't necessarily want more money. They want more vacation time because they just had a child. Makes sense. I have some employees who, you know, in my mind, are a little bit insecure, and so for them, it's not the money, it's not the vacation time, they just want a more senior title on their LinkedIn and their resume. As a boss, as a leader, it is not your job to judge what your employees want. It's your job to understand what your employees want and try to make it happen. Brazil, understood? Good. Attention, attention can be very overpriced and it can be very underpriced and there is no general rule. How many people here 
do for their company have done marketing with influencers or creators? You've paid an influencer or creator to bring awareness to your business. Raise your hands. Raise them. Hi, please. Okay. For the hundred or so that have raised their hands, influencers. In general, remarkably possible for it to be underpriced. You can pay an influencer a couple hundred bucks, a couple thousand bucks, 10,000 bucks, and get enormous return on your investment. On the flip side, how many people here have paid influencers and it was a shit show, did not do anything? Raise your hands. How many people here have done things with influencers and it was a very good thing and was good for your business? Raise your hands. Almost everyone who raised their hand for the first thing raised their hand for the second thing. This is why I want to talk about attention per behavior in the world we live in today. Many of you may ask, is influencer marketing good? The answer is maybe. It can be good, it can be bad. That is actually the same for everything. If you think about it, a football, is that good for your business? For Messi, it was very good. For Ronaldo, it was very good. They made billions of dollars. The ROI of a football for those human beings was a lot. For me, I played two weekends ago and I hurt my hamstring. That was negative ROI. That is the same for everything we're gonna talk about to close this out. The following platforms in Brazil have huge opportunities for business growth, but you may do well with it or you may not do well with it. It is based on your skill on how you pick the influencers, what you're looking for the influencers to do, the direction you've given the influencers to do what you want to do, and the same is true for the content you make on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Snapchat, on Pinterest. Every one of the top 10 platforms in the world are an incredible opportunity for many people here. The problem is, if you think back to the other things you've done, email marketing, affiliate, Google AdWords, it didn't do well at first either, potentially, because you didn't know what you were doing. The key here is to leave this conference understanding that you have to put in the work, put in the work to actually be good at the craft. Let me give you some things to think about, tactically, to be good at the craft. How many people here post every day on social media? Raise your hands. Every day on social media, raise your hands. Higher, please. How many people here do not post on social media at all? Raise your hands. John. Paolo, get up here. You get up here. Get up here. Let's clap it up for this pioneer. This is a very amazing man. In 2023, he does not post in social media at all. We must clap for him. Louder. You can speak in Portuguese. Tell them in Portuguese why you do not post. Eu tenho uma imensa preguiça. I'm very lazy. Lazy. Is that true? Yeah. You believe that? I don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck? No. To me, anyone who has hit the highest level of happiness, to me, the highest level of happiness is I don't give a fuck. As much as I want to tell him what's good about this and what's good about that, 
this wonderful bearded man ha- has achieved the highest level of humanity. We must give him a standing ovation. He doesn't give a fuck. Stand up and clap up. I almost feel like my talk should be done now. For the rest of you who have not achieved the final stage of humanity and still give some fucks, it's re- I'm really, really passionate about a couple things. One is self-awareness. I didn't know where that gentleman was gonna go with his answer. He went to the, my favorite place. But one of the things I recognize today is when I sit here and say to all of you, regardless of what you do, B2B SaaS, small company, big company, creator, entrepreneur, real estate, selling courses, I don't know what you do. What I do know is that it's inconceivable, whether LinkedIn or YouTube Shorts, Facebook or Instagram, that those platforms that are free are not the best use of your time to get good at and put a lot of effort towards, including hiring people and spending money on it. Because it's free to distribute it, it's not free to make it unless you do it yourself, and your time is not free, right? As I sit here and not knowing what that gentleman was gonna say, I do think there's a starting point to the journey that I wanna push all of you to make more of, which is self-awareness. Not everybody in this hall in this conference should be making videos on the internet. They're not good at it, and that's okay. You can practice and get better, but maybe it's just not for you, and that's okay. I think the biggest problem today is that most people feel to be good at social media, you have to be on camera, and that is crazy. You have a business. When you have a business, you do not have to be on camera. It's a good thing to be on camera. If you like it or you're good at it, you should be on camera. But if you are not good at it, and you do not like it, and you genuinely understand yourself, I know no matter how much I practice singing, I will only be so good. I will be better in a year if I practice singing every day than I would sing tonight, but I'll still be at a very low level. I can never be Beyonce. I can practice football like I did two Sundays ago, but I promise you, there is no World Cup in my future. Other things I was able to maximize. All that practice as a child, selling lemonades and baseball cards and wine led me to being a very successful entrepreneur. That is true for everyone here. You need to figure out if you are not doing this because you don't want to and you're not good at it, or because of the thing that scares me the most in this room today. That the reason most of you aren't doing what I'm talking about, even though you didn't need me here to fly 12 hours to tell you to do it, is because you're scared of other people's opinions when they leave comments on what you post. The biggest thing I fear is that you are not living your happiest life or your most successful business because you are worried about the opinion of someone who is anonymous on the internet. I'm just gonna give you one tidbit on this. If a human being lives a life where they spend their time going around social networks, finding your content, 
and leaving something nasty about you that you are not good looking, that you are stupid, that you don't know what you're talking about, do not feel bad for yourself. Feel bad for them. Do you know how sad of a life it is to take your time to seek out people on the internet that you don't know and leave nasty comments to make them feel bad? That person is in a very bad place. When I say feel bad for them, I don't mean say fuck you and be mad at them. I'm saying have compassion and sympathy for them that they are in a bad place in their lives, that they are spending their valuable time to try to hurt your feelings, someone they probably don't even know. If we can get the world to have more compassion for the people that are nasty, the world can be in a much better place. And more importantly, thank you. And more importantly, that's a big goal. You'll be happier if you can find compassion and empathy for people that are dragging you down. Do not let your self-esteem be wrapped up in the fact that you only got 25 views on a video. I only got 25 views on my first video too and my second, and my fourth, and my ninth. Nobody was watching my fucking shit. But I knew that the video on the internet thing in 2006 was gonna happen, and I put in the work. All the best stuff is happening when you're putting in the work, not the results. So please, be self-aware of who you are. Are you insecure, or are you self-aware and realize video's not your format, but maybe the written word is? You put a picture, let me give you a good example. The number one mistake that almost everyone here is making on Instagram is they're mailing it in when they do the copy on their post. They're not writing enough or thoughtfully enough on the caption on their post. They do the video and the picture, they think that's what it is, and on the written word, they just say, huh, say something funny, something clever, three words and they're done, post. If everybody here started writing three or four sentences in detail, that brought value to the video that they're posting, they would see enormous growth from their baseline overnight. Maybe for you, you're not good on video, but you can take a picture of your product or your service or your industry and then write three paragraphs on your Instagram post and that's how you grow. There's a hundred different ways to win this game. The only way to guarantee that you don't win is by doing nothing about it. There is not enough content being made in enough platforms from this group here. I'll give you an example of another thing that some of the more advanced people here are not thinking about. I would argue that 10 to 15% of my content that I make, I make for information, but why I'm really making it is I'm basically asking the audience a question and I'm reading all the comments to get the insights. That I'm getting the consumer insights and the pulse of the world through putting out content just for the reactions and the comments and the answers. The more people here get curious and focused and strategic about the content they make, the more the upside will be. My friends, we are living in the greatest era of marketing and business ever. The opportunities are bigger than ever. More of us can get more of a piece of the pie than ever. We have the biggest platforms in the world of attention costing free. This is insane. Not only that, if you have to do a regular job while you chase your dream, 
When I was growing up, there was no internet. And so you worked your job nine to seven and when you went home, you couldn't build your dream. Every person here can work their nine to five and then build their dream on the internet at six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We are walking around Earth, everybody, Brazil, the US, Europe, we are walking around and spending all of our time talking about what's not working, complaining about what's not working, deciding who's in control and we're not, and yet all of us here, as we sit here today, are living in the best that the world has ever been. Health-wise, money-wise, opportunity-wise, the best. You don't believe that because you read and consume content on social media and mainstream media that tells you it's not. But take a step back and pay very close attention. I promise you, you have way more opportunity than your grandmother and grandfather had. Promise. And the most interesting part for me on that is we're not taking advantage of it. So, as I wrap up the actual perspective, it is time for every person in the seat right now to become accountable. There's nobody stopping you. You may think there is, but it's not true. There's not a single person on earth stopping you. You are capable and you have, how many people here have a cell phone? Raise your hands. Who here does not have a cell phone? Can you put the lights on? Does anybody not have a cell phone? No bullshit, don't be funny. Do you really actually, okay, you were being funny. Thank you. Not one person here does not have a cell phone. Fair enough, but she's not here. This is the remote control of the universe. Every single thing that you are sitting here on the ground or in a seat, hoping and dreaming could happen, can happen because of this. The only thing that's stopping you is your mental perspective or your lack of knowledge on how to do it. Please, no matter what you do, please get serious about LinkedIn, YouTube, YouTube Shorts, Twitter X, Snap, Instagram, TikTok, please get serious. The attention of the entire world is on these eight or nine platforms at scale. It costs zero money to post on it. This is an opportunity that has never existed in the history of mankind and we are all sitting here on our hands not doing enough. The fact that not every person in this room raised their hand when I said do you post on social media every day speaks to, and don't forget, we're not here for a conference talking about movies. This is not a conference talking about sneakers. We're not here talking about the environment. This is a fucking business conference. This is a fucking business conference and you're fucking sitting here and not posting on social every day? Fuck you. You don't have to because you don't give a fuck. Mazel tov, I'm happy. But if you are not posting on social because your business is good enough and you're happy, please be careful. I've seen this movie over and over and now I have gray hairs. And kids, you know what happens with gray hairs? Experience.
And you know what comes with experience? You've seen this movie before. I was at conferences like this 15 years ago when everyone was like, I'm good. I have email marketing. I don't need search. I was at conferences when people said, I'm good with search. I'm perfect, I got search. I don't need YouTube. YouTube's a fad, Twitter's a fad, Facebook's a fad, TikTok's a fad. I remember, for some of you that are older, remember this thing? How many people here had a Blackberry before this phone? Raise your hands. Raise it high. Kids, keep it high. One more time, keep it up. Kids, do you know how many of these people that raised their hands said they would never get an iPhone because they needed the buttons on the fucking Blackberry? Humans are very good at saying no. No, I don't want to know AI, it's bad. No, I don't care about TikTok, it's for kids. Brazil, as I leave this stage, I ask you for one thing. If you sit in this audience and you say no a lot, promise me one thing. Change that no to maybe, maybe, maybe. Spend five hours actually downloading and researching and trying. Taste it, taste it. You do that, you'll find yourself in a much bigger place than you started. Thank you.